Yo, what's up? This is Justin Jackson, running back for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Welcome in to the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How's it going? What's up? Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we're excited. We're going to wrap up our rookie draft today, finish up with round three. Um, we're going to be talking some monster news later. Got an ADP check for you guys. Yeah, quite a bit of news. We do have quite a bit of news, but we do want to quickly say thank you to everybody uh, for supporting uh, our t-shirt drive that we're going on right now. Um, we're about a hundred bucks already, which is just fantastic uh, to be able to donate to generate uh, to generate health. Um, so we're super thankful, super excited. And we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners for supporting us and supporting Generate Health. Yep. If you're still wanting to get a t-shirt, because you should. Uh, yep. Not much time left, though. Not much time. It's going to close on, uh, I think, Friday. I don't have a time Friday, so sometime Friday. Maybe just snipe them by Thursday. Yep. <laughs> Let's just go by Thursday, just in case. <laughs> Sooner the better. Um, but you've got four options out there. Uh, you can find all of them on our social media pages. Uh, we're using Bonfire, which has been a blast to work with. Um, so go get your t-shirts. Yeah, my favorite's the black. The black. Is that the one you got? Yep. So I went with the charcoal. Um, I've always kind of more been a charcoal gray fan. But surprisingly, um, the Navy has gotten a decent amount of sales. Yeah, so that was surprising to me. Yeah, the Navy looks pretty good because we, I think, originally had like a turquoise. Yeah, matched the logo a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, but, but the, I kind of like the Navy one too. So I might have to just snag a few. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, go get your t-shirts. Thanks again for supporting the podcast. Um, and if you have any questions related to what generate health is, uh, you can find them on our, our pages as well. Um, but at this time, I think we're going to shoot it over to James for some monster news this week. Yeah. We'll start it off with, uh, Mr. Patty Mahomes. Oh boy. Got paid. <laughs> I don't even think that's the word for it. <laughs> 10 year contract. It's a extension though so he'll have 12 years left on his deal which is i didn't even think was possible for football deals i thought five was like the max like i mean just in the sports world 10 years is kind of not yeah the only time you see that is like baseball and And, but even then baseball is still kind of yeah yeah yeah, no one's usually happy (laughs) like yeah like i think if there's ever been a quarterback worth 500 million dollars it's patrick mahomes but well the the 10 years is i'm surprised he did it well i understand the team but i'm surprised he did it because honestly, if he signed three five-year deals, he could probably make more. It's debatable. Yeah, it, but well, it is debatable. I think. I think at the end could, of the day, it could be this off-season though, with the coronavirus right. and everything. It could just want to secure it. But well, it's funny. It was be- shocking news. Yeah, it's funny because I think if you're going to try and get somebody to sign a ten-year deal, give him that amount of money. Yeah, he'll be uh, on the team until twenty thirty-one. <laughs> That's just crazy. That's just crazy. <laughs> So, uh, other Kansas City news, they said uh, Damian Williams, the running back coach, expects him to make a big jump this year. I don't... What I don't does that how, even mean? Yeah, but, what does that mean? <laughs> um, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is kind of in front of him. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. I think I think Damian Williams is a talented running back. Yeah, I don't I think, think he's, he's as probably good as Clyde, be, though. Uh, yeah, I think he'll probably be disrespected in fantasy football this year, but... 
I think every running back kind of gets in that same thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're just disrespected in general. Yeah. Some bad news. Uh, Deshaun Jackson kind of in some hot water for yeah. his anti-Semitic Yeah, that remarks. was rough. That was rough. Yeah, you just you just can't start off what what you're saying with Hitler said. Yeah. You just you can't. Say <laughs> when when was the last time you heard the ending of that phrase uh, make you know someone happy? Yeah, but uh, they're not suspending them. They're fining them. Yeah. Which I've kind of heard they can't, they didn't suspend them because remember the whole Riley Cooper thing back in the day saying, yeah, some words you can't say. Yeah. And um, they didn't suspend them for that. So they kind of set the precedent there. Guys, just love people. Yeah. Just be on the side of people. The um, David and Joku, the Browns, they say he's still a big part of their plans. Well, I think they're saying that because he wants out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe just trying to hedge, try and keep some trade value there, but I I hope he gets traded. I do too. It just it makes sense. And then uh the New England Patriots, they said they're confident in Cam's health. Mm-hmm. And if Cam's healthy, I don't think there's any question that he's not the starter. I think that's the whole thing about Cam is health. Yeah. I think Bill Belichick likes to make it seem like Cam's not gonna start this season because, you know, they had to get you know, Tom Brady is gone. And then, you know, they didn't want to waste too much time going out and trying to draft somebody. They wanted to make it seem like Jared Stidham was going to be kind of the guy. Yeah. Everything I've heard, though, is they would like they would have drafted a quarterback in the draft if it fell. And I heard that some did, but they were about they would have taken Jalen Hurts. I think he went like six picks ahead of them or something. But if he would have fell to them there, what I've heard is they would have taken him. But yeah, that would have been an interesting fit. So, yeah, it could have just all been posturing. But um. Yeah, if Cam Newton's healthy, I think there's no question he's going to be the starter. Yep. Uh, some rookie news. LaVisca Chenault, who we talked about last week, signed his rookie deal. Boom. Uh, the uh, Raheem Mostert news. He wants out. Yep. He wants a trade. He's He wants to be gone. Well, I mean, they traded Matt Breida during the draft, mm-hmm. so they might regret that now, but I, I don't see anything happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't say anything. It, it, it's contract based, right? Yeah, it, and it like I, I brought this up before. Like these running backs, when they they have to use their leverage when they have it, but yeah. he just has no leverage. He's, he's on a two point seven five million dollar deal this year and next year. Yeah, I think and he signed a, it last year. His contract. Yeah. So and that was coming off an injury too. So it wasn't. Yeah, like, I under, Yeah, but he's only done this one year where he played really well. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he did play, play well. Yeah, he was awesome. He was great. We're not denying that he did not have a great season. Yeah, he just has no leverage. So, yeah, I just don't think they're going to do anything. And I don't see anybody like, you know, think, is there any a team that would jump to your mind that'd be like, okay, he wants out. Let me go get that guy. Yeah, because he's going to want a new contract yeah. wherever he goes. And he's not going to want like $3 million a season. He's no, yeah, one thing kind of came to mind, like maybe if the um, Jaguars cut Fournette, yeah, trade we for keep him, that. but... That might save him a little bit of money, but I don't. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm trying to think of somebody that's in a bad cap. I. Yeah, I was thinking there's Houston. still Devontae Freeman out there. There's still Carlos Hyde out there. I think Lamar Miller. No, not Carlos Hyde. Lamar Miller still yeah. out there. So there's Is a it, couple guys. Did, did Lashawn McCoy sign somewhere? No. So he's still out yeah, there, and I don't, I don't know if he's going to sign. But yeah, I don't. But I mean, I was thinking Houston just because of the fact that if they end up cutting David Johnson for some random yeah, reason because of the massive contract there, but. Well, Bill Byron, I don't know. Better dude. than DeAndre just, Hopkins, dude. <laughs> whatever. Uh, AJ Green, he still hasn't signed his franchise tag, which so. is interesting to think about. Yeah, there's yeah. only there's only a few guys that haven't signed their franchise tags, and he's one of them. I saw earlier today, Sony Michelle, he had foot surgery in the offseason a while back, and he's been rehabbing without a walking boot or anything. So 
I guess that's good news. And then um, last piece of news, it's just league news. They uh, the July twenty eighth date that we've kind of talked about the past few weeks mm-hmm. when veterans are going to report that they say that it's not that's not set in stone, so okay. it could change. Yeah, so keep that in mind if you're looking at you know your drafts coming up here soon or you know and, and you know I mean, co- yeah, COVID's happening. You know, that's it's like just, little over two weeks away from today. Today's Sunday. Yeah, so it's not that far away, but I mean, like the Arizona Cardinals um, owner. Yeah, just got it. And yeah, he just so, came out and yeah, you just don't know. It's so. just a logistical nightmare, and I I am very nervous about the season being delayed or canceled or something. I, I hope it happens, but I also don't want people to die. And yeah, get right, really sick right, right. So I can play fantasy football and watch football. Right. So. It's a little arrogant on our on our behalf if uh, we're like, yeah, just let's just make it happen because I want to play fantasy sports. So <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We're not those people, and you shouldn't be either. So. Yep, that's it. Perfect. Well, that's a lot to digest um, and some some interesting news there. So fantastic. Thank you, James. Now it looks like we're going to jump in and kind of wrap up. So we've got 12 picks. We got 12 picks left in our rookie draft. Um, so just to kind of, uh, you know, if you if you didn't get to listen to the first two rounds, go back, listen to last week's episode. You'll hear our, you know, you know, our, our thoughts on the Clyde Edwards Hilaire to Jonathan Taylor debate, the Jerry Judy to CD Lamb debates, um, you know, some of these, you know, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Rager debates. Uh, did we did we yep. we did we have do a the bet. bet. Them, so yep. yeah, you'll see the bet that we have. We still yeah, I got Jalen Rager and he's got Henry Ruggs. Yeah, so I've got Henry Ruggs having the better season on a points per game basis yep. than Jalen Rager. Um, and then the loser has to eat hot sauce. This, Whatever. This, <laughs> like we're not, we're talking whatever pending on we're not doing spoonfuls because I'm sure this is gonna be really hot it'll, it'll kill our throats but yeah we'll just, we we know a we'll guy do a dab. yeah we know a guy who's always done that as like dares go yeah. and find the hottest hot sauces on the planet and yeah so we'll just give him a call and then terrifying. find out what he's got left <laughs> terrifying some of it has as I feel like makes my insides bleed yeah. but I'm well, still yeah here. some of them you have to be like 18 or 21 to buy <laughs> yeah well luckily he's over that so we're good so yeah we'll just give him a call. Um, and we'll video it for anybody that wants to watch it because uh, it's going to be a nightmare because neither one of us like hot sauce. Um, so go back and listen to those. I think the last pick, so I'll just run through the last three picks that we had. So we went wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver at the back end of the second round with Chase Claypool, uh, Van Jefferson, and then Antonio Gandy-Golden was how we rounded out the second. And so I think I made the last pick. Yep. So yeah, it's my pick. We'll go ahead and shoot it over to James. Where are we where are we going for the first pick of the third round? And do you have any draft strategies for the third round of of a rookie draft? Uh, I mean, it's not much different than like the second round or something. Yeah, still I, just looking for talent. Yeah, but I still at the yeah like after like the first round, first 12, 15 guys, I'll I'll start looking at team need and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe try and fix some holes, but. I mean, yeah, you can still try and shoot for the fences. They're still, I mean, we've only drafted two quarterbacks. If you need a quarterback, this is where I start picking them up. Yeah. But um, so yeah, my, if there's any left. <laughs> yeah, my pick here is wide receiver Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. For the Raiders. Came out of South Carolina, and I really like him. I think I think he could definitely, in the future, out-target Henry Ruggs. Definitely. Really? Yeah. I think he could be the target leader. And then offense, I don't know if that 
will translate to being a better fantasy player than Henry Ruggs. But I could definitely because I, I just don't see Henry Ruggs getting a high target share. I mean, I kind of look at Henry Ruggs as kind of like the Tyree Kill, you know, is yeah. supposed to be for this offense, which is why I think Oakland, you know, being and, divisional. Yeah, and Brian Edwards is very talented. He doesn't have a ton of college production, but watching him, he can make some spectacular plays. Yeah, for sure. I um, see uh, this comp is Corey Davis, and I think that's more just like body type. He's 6'3", 212, so pretty stout guy. He was drafted third round, 17th pick. 14th wide receiver off the board. Average capital. Not great, but it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a really good run after the catch guy. My comp for him was actually Allen Robinson. I think he's, okay. he's you know, 6'3", 212. I mean, he's a big body guy that can run still. Um, I think, you know, one thing that you have to worry about is sometimes he's, he's had some health issues being on the field. Um, but he plays strong. Uh, and I think when you look at Oakland as a whole you are kind of almost rebuilding still. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that wide receiver core ever since Amari Cooper left has been pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they're, if they're running 11 man personnel, I could see Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards on the outsides and Hunter Renfro in the slot. Yeah. I mean, I've never been a massive Tyro. Williams yeah. He, fan. he is what he is. He's like a second, third option. Yeah. It's kind of a speed guy yeah. that gets down the field. Um, he can't be a number one. No, he he can't. He's a he's a more of a support, and they still have Darren Waller, and again Josh Jacobs. So I mean, they, yep. they're starting to kind of put some pieces together, and I think Brian Edwards really kind of fits the mold that they were looking for. Yeah, since they took Henry Ruggs so early and kind of shocked everyone, taking him as the first overall wide receiver, I think Brian Edwards is a good complement to that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, <clears throat> so my pick then. Um, I think you're going to be a huge fan of because you've talked about him a ton. Can I take a guess? Go ahead. LaMichael P. Ryan. No. Oh. So close. So close, but yet so far away. You want to take another guess? Lynn Bowden? There he is. Oh, yeah. There he is. Lynn Bowden is one of the coolest players ever. Mr. Lynn Bowden. So quarterback Len Bowden <laughs> whatever you need him to be Len Bowden all right uh, he was like their third string quarterback last year and due to injuries by like week three he was their starter and he put up like one of the all-time college quarterback rushing seasons I think it was like six yards behind Cam Newton like, I mean he just he was a monster he just does what he needs to do to get done I mean that's that's also back-to-back Las Vegas Raider picks yes and you know, typically, um, I've never been a huge uh, John Gruden fan, but his picks this year, um, I was a little bit more of a fan of. Yeah, well, it's it's like, what do you classify Lynn Bowden as? Well, because I think he's best at wide receiver. I've got him. I've got him listed as a wide receiver. Um, I think you know you've got I don't know how many people that have him at running back as well. Yeah, it's, kind of that flex little option. But I think that's what's going to be so special to watch is he's quick. Um, he, he can be a running back. He can be a wide receiver. He can play in the slot. He's a big dude. He's not small. I mean, he's, he's only five eleven, but he's two Oh four. Yeah. Um, he's got a good hand size. Uh, and the comp that we see for him is Debo Samuel. Yeah. I see that too. And so like, if you can sit there and you've got a Debo Samuel that you just nailed in the third round, I, I mean, you can't even go wrong. So I think this is hands down Lynn Bowden. I'm actually kind of surprised you went with, Brian Edwards before him. Yeah, I've got them flipped. 
Yeah, I just think as a wide receiver, because I do think, yeah, Len Bowden will be all over the place, and I think that could take away from some of his consistency. Yeah, because we don't, like, he's going to be all over the field. I have Josh Jacobs in our Dynasty League, and Lynn mm-hmm. Bode wasn't drafted, so I picked him up just to kind of have as a backup because in Dynasty Leagues, I like to have my running back backups, especially the top guys like Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I picked him up just if he does run out of the backfield because all they have is Jalen Rashard, and he's not really the kind of guy if Josh Jacobs goes down can handle a workload. True. So it's just security. Yeah, it is. It is really interesting. I'm really excited to kind of see him play, though. I loved, you know, what he did in college. I mean, dude, he had an 83 percent catch rate, which is fantastic. Um, 67 receptions on 80 targets. I mean, he's he's just he he just does what he needs to do to get done. Like any any whatever you need him to do. And like, if you talk, and if you talk crap before the game, he'll come across the field and punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, I mean, he might get fined a lot, which yeah. he'll need to tone it down I, just a, just a tad. Yeah, um, one of my favorite podcasts. One of the guys, he's like a big Kentucky guy, so I've been hearing about Lynn Bowden all year. <laughs> I've just grown to love him. Yeah, I think his stories are great. I think if you're going to want to be a household name in the NFL, though, going to tone some of that down, but still have intensity to get what you you need to do to get done. Um. So I'll shoot it back over to you then for the third pick in the third round. And if we would have done this last week, this wouldn't have been my pick, but I've risen but you, on him a little bit. It's not a far jump, but it's LeMichael P. Ryan. I, I really like LeMichael P. Ryan. I don't, I don't know why a lot of people don't see it. I think, I mean, Le- Le'Veon Bell's there in New York. Yeah. So it's going to be some time, but I really like LeMichael P. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I've never been against LaMichael P. Ryan. I saw him play in uh uh Florida. Well, yeah, but I was um Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl, thank you. I was like, why can't I think of it? The Senior Bowl. Um and he was excellent. I mean, you know, he came in there, he's 5'11, 216, great height and weight for me for a guy that plays as with much power as he does. Came in and ran a four six, which is kind of disappointing to be honest, but not like the worst thing. No, and it we kind of brought this up with Van Jefferson at Florida. It was just such a bad offense. Both him and yeah. Michael P. Ryan didn't put up great stats, but he caught forty balls last year on fifty-five targets. Like he, Which and that's is, why I really like him because yeah. he is a he's a great receiver, and I think he's a good enough rusher. He kind, I mean, it's funny now with Adam Gase and how he handled Kenyon Drake because I, I, I feel like nervous. that's a decent comp yeah. to Michael P. Ryan, Kenyon Drake. So. Yeah, I see. T- I've heard TJ Yeldon yeah, is a kind of a comp, Yeldon here too. you know, too. But um, I've I wasn't a huge fan of TJ Yeldon coming out, so I'm a little bit more of a fan of Lamichael P Ryan. Yeah, it's um, going to be a while. I mean, unless Le'Veon Bell goes down, they have Frank Gore, but we know what Frank Gore is. I mean, he just again old faithful. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it is it is interesting because he catches the ball. In fact, I mean, those 40 receptions are more than, you know... That's a lot for college. Yeah, I mean, that's more than, you know, I think Dobbins had, Taylor had last season, all that stuff. So um, it's really, it's really going to be interesting to see. I've never been a fan, though, of Adam Gase. And no. it makes me nervous because even if you saw last year, I don't really think he handled Le'Veon Bell very well. No, well, so, he didn't want him. Like as soon as he, he got didn't. the job, he was just like, I wouldn't have signed. I, him. I wouldn't have signed him. <laughs> uh, that's great coming in to a an all star MVP running back 
it's mentality. Like, you work like, with Peyton Manning for one year when Peyton Manning had one of the best seasons of all time. But, it's but it because wasn't he's Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Peyton Manning's. Yeah, he did it. Not yeah, Adam Gase. Yeah, and Adam Gase had nothing to do with forever. it. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's what's even intriguing. Now that you bring it up to see the whole Tom Brady thing this year. <laughs> yeah, is it gonna? Was it Tom Brady or was it the coaching? It's usually the player guys. As much as I love the coaches, it's usually the players. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good pick. Uh, interesting. He's an interesting prospect. I don't have him at this um at, at this spot. I've got him a little bit lower still. Um, not because. You know, I don't like him. I think it's just I got some other players I like a little bit more. Um, yeah, I understand that. One of those is, uh, and I know you're not a fan, and it's it's funny, um, but I like him, which is KJ Hamler. Okay. So yeah, that's I, who I was, I'm going to kind of go with right here. I don't hate him, but I think it's hard to really see him, especially landing in Denver now. The Denver's the Denver slot does make me a little bit good kind draft of uncomfortable. Capital, second um, round, fourteenth pick. Yeah, but I mean, 178. smaller guys. And but like Marquise Brown is small, but I don't know if it was just his uniforms and because sometimes college players like it's hard to judge how big they are. Yeah, until they get on the NFL field. But KJ Hamler, I mean, he looked really tiny out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about, you know, I think his height. I think he played college ball pretty well, um, considering yeah, he, I mean, he played at Penn State. So yeah, he's it's not good like, on the field. But if he's going to be running out of the slot, like he, I've he's going to be a slot guy. He, yeah, he's not going to be an outside guy for sure. Because I know you're a big Deshaun Hamilton guy. I am. I do like Deshaun Hamilton a lot. Um, I will be the Deshaun Hamilton truther of our group. Um, but I do think KJ Hamler has the ability to kind of come in and, and be just another depth play. And I think down the road, I think he'll be able to develop into a really good slot receiver. And I think in in the end, I'll be I'll be a a fantasy relevant wide receiver, even in Denver, where I expect them fully to be throwing that ball all over the freaking place. Um, So we'll just kind of have to wait and see. Um, But I, I really do think KJ Hamler can it can get it done. Okay, so my next pick. Did you have a comp for him, by the way? Did you see it? I see Scott Miller. Scott Miller. But no, no, I'd write home about that. Yeah, it's not not the greatest thing. I'm trying to find. Um, yeah, so my my comp's not much better. I had Tavon Austin. Okay, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to have a comp for him just because there aren't many players like him. at his size and yeah. everything. I don't see any. I mean, he's not slow or anything. I don't see any. I don't think he went well, to he the combine. Yeah, or he was at the combine. So. On the field, he looked fast. Which I'll give him that. Which also, I mean, I don't know if he was invited or not. I don't. I don't know who was invited, who wasn't. But even if he wasn't there, I imagine really, he would have been. I would assume he would have been. But it is kind of disappointing because I do like to look at like what their forty yard dash is. So people that don't like to run always kind of make me very angry. You, I lose respect for people that don't want to don't want to work out and really kind of go and compete. So, okay. So my next pick, it'll be running back Anthony McFarland. Yeah, and you want to talk about fast? This dude is a track star, out uh, running back. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Chris Johnson. I don't know if it's just the hair and the speed, <laughs> but dude is. Light. I don't think he ran a four two two though. I think it was no, a not four, that four. quick, but I think dude he ran a four four lightning. Um, yeah, no, I I love Anthony McFarland. He's got juice, but there are questions if he could ever be 
I don't I don't see him ever being a workhorse guy, the dominant in a running back. I mean, I I don't I think I it it does kind of stink. Um, you know, coming out of Maryland, you know, I think he he played well there. I think he could be a workhorse guy. Um I think it's going to take some time to develop. I mean, he 114 rushing attempts last year. That's not a lot. No. 131 before that. We, we, we've talked about guys that were doing upwards of 300. Those are workhorse running backs. Um, he was very efficient. 7.9 yards per carry and uh, 18. 18. And then 5.4. It's not terrible. Um, has missed some time. Has missed some time. His in, yeah injuries is always rough. Uh, rough. But my big thing is is just his experience. He's only played two years of yeah. college ball. And so 2018, 2019, and he decided to come out. So will that be enough for him to come in and, and maybe make a run at James Conner? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If James Conner is healthy, because there have been some reports recently of the Steelers, like it's James. If he, James Conner is healthy, it's his. He's the running back. Yeah, they're going. He's the dominant guy. And Benny Snell. I like him, but he's not he's not great. No. He's he's, he's kind of like Gus Edwards about. in my mind. Yeah. He's he's he he's, can get the job done, but it's not great. Yeah. I mean, if you need a guy, he can he'll show up, but I mean, the other thing with Anthony McFarland that I've heard um is, you know, he does have trouble na- navigating the uh, offensive line, so trying to find those holes and Yeah, what I did notice him. on him though, it because when you do have that speed, you can yeah. kind of just get around people, yeah, and that might not work in the NFL. Yeah, no, I mean, remember when you're coming from college to the NFL, everything's so much faster. Yeah, you know, so everyone's fast. Yeah, yeah. everyone's fast in the NFL. So he's not going to just be able to to run by everybody. Um, he's going to have to really be uh, efficient and um, try to try to find those holes, plug those holes, get get through them, and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, he is pretty elusive um, for his size at 208, but. Yeah, he's 5'8", 208, so I mean, he's a, a stocky guy. Yeah, a little bit of a stocky guy. But again, he ran a 4'4", so he's got some speed. So, all right, so where are we at? 205 or 305 now. Um, so this is the last person. I've, I'm not a fan. I think at this, uh, when I look at the third round or the last round in, in any drafts, I'm looking for somebody that has the possibility of having some upside, having, you know, the ability, having a team that is surrounding him that can make him pretty solid. I'm going to take a shot here with Justin Herbert. Okay. Um, he's yeah, the, this is around where I would take him. Yeah, I've only got one other quarterback that's even worth drafting. Um, yeah, me too. But, you know, I'll take a shot here with Justin Herbert. I'm really not a massive fan of Justin yeah, Herbert at all. I think there's definitely a, a strong debate between him and Love, but I, the yeah. situations are completely different. Yeah, I mean, so Jordan Love is the only other quarterback that I've got on here that I would draft. Um, and But he's he's not playing for four years. <laughs> at least, yeah. <laughs> and, unless for some crazy thing they decide to trade Aaron Rodgers or he retires or something, which... You know what? You I'm never not know even, what's going yeah, on in Aaron Rodgers' head. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that's outside the question. Um, for him to do, but I think you you look at the talent that's out in L.A. with the, for the Chargers. I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, you Austin know, Eckler, Austin Hunter, Eckler Henry. Hunter Henry, even Justin Jackson's really good. I mean, they've got some depth play, uh, depth players, and their defense. Their defense is stacked. Yeah, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, just got to stay healthy. Ingram, yeah, they're incredible. that defense. So, I mean, he has the pieces. You know, Tyrod Taylor seems to be the starter right now. 
Yeah, Herbert, he deals with inconsistency at times, and one of the big red flags is he he'll drop his eyes. Yeah. If he gets nervous, it kind of Baker kind of did this last year. Baker did he just yeah. Look, when he feels pressure, he is just not looking down the field anymore. He right. is concerned about getting hit and looking for a quick out. I mean, he is kind of the prototypical as far as size. I mean, 6'6", 236. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of what he was... Because in, <laughs> I mean, in my mind, that's kind of what he's been living on. Yeah, the past. it's just he's the prototypical height of a quarterback. I mean, just a big dude. But keep in mind, Ryan Mallett was prototypical coming out, too, yeah. from Arkansas, and he was a Brock joke. Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> I mean, the the thing with Justin Herbert, he, he's got a great arm. Um, you know, it, he can, he can throw the ball downfield. He is a little maneuverable. I've seen him run and he looks fine, so he can move the pocket, but yeah, I've just seen, you know, some inconsistencies as far as accuracy goes, trying to force things that didn't, you know, decision-making was a little rough. Yeah. The senior bowl was great though. Yeah. If I was an NFL team, I think I would take Jordan love over Herbert though. Cause I think, I think I've seen See, better throws think... from love, but he's love is more inconsistent than Herbert, but I, I would rather take the upside, the upside. on Love. I mean, Love's also, upside is... It, we, is we, we probably won't get to him, so we can talk here. Yeah. It's what he's dealt with. I mean, he lost, like, every starter on his team, mm-hmm. every coach on his team. So his stats are going to be bad. Building new relationships with players is bad. Mm-hmm. But he... I mean, yeah, he he's throwing some terrible balls. I wasn't big on Josh Allen. That kind of... That, that comp's been popular. Josh Allen, Jordan Love, but... Yeah. I mean, he also played at Utah State, so, I mean, yeah. we're not... Yeah, that's another reason why he's always, you know, and even then, like you've seen the, you know, the Justin Herbert comp was uh, Drew Locke, and that's kind of a good comp, a, a taller Drew Locke. Yeah, I, I think they both that. got massive arms. Um, You know, Drew Locke came in and, and was pretty good, but the Jordan Love comp is Dan uh, Orlovsky, you know, and couldn't tell you, you know, I just, <laughs> he, well, he was mostly a backup. Yeah. You know, so I I kind of disagree. I would rather take Herbert over Love. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. It's. I think Herbert will... I think he's going to be manageable. There's no way he's even in the same discussion. I think there's the a better two. chance of Herbert being a game manager and Love being... I won't say Jameis Winston, but more exciting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when, it, when you're looking at fantasy stats, yeah. I mean, there's a possibility. I just... The, I mean, the decision-making on Jordan Love is just awful. Yeah, so, like it, Josh Allen or Derek Carr. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't think Justin Herbert's Derek Carr though. Yeah, I think it's closer. But so yeah, so that's that's what I would take the shot here. I always try to take shots on those late rounds just to see what you get. It's uh, no and, harm, no foul if it doesn't work out. And I have him quite a few picks ahead of Love in a in this dynasty draft just because he is going to get in. He's going to get in there this year. Oh, I do have Jalen Hurts on here too, but I've got him behind Jordan Love as well. Yeah, I didn't so. put him on here. But so my pick. Yep. I think this is pick uh, 33. Yeah. 306. So right here, there's not, I mean, there's not a ton left to be honest, guys. I mean, there's still some talent, but there's a few guys, but I'll take Darrington Evans out of, um, that's who I have. Yeah. He got drafted by Tennessee out of Appalachian state. And it's, have you seen the pictures of him next to Derrick Henry? I haven't. Oh my god, <laughs> I haven't. Derrick Henry looks like a mountain. Yeah, compared to him. Well, I mean, yeah, he's only five ten, two or three, so he's a really small, dude. Um, and what is he's got some moves, but he's kind of like a scat back. He's really quick. Yeah, four agile. Four, one. 
can catch the ball, but I mean, he, he did put up 14, almost 1500 yards last year, but at Appalachian state. So yeah, don't give them too much trouble. I mean, they did end up beating Michigan a few years ago. Yeah. Kind of so. like I said, <laughs> early, Carlos <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, um, I said earlier with like, uh, why I would draft Lynn Bowden, why I picked him up on my team. Mm-hmm. If you have Derek Henry, it's worth a shot. Like in these yeah. last picks, just a security pick. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where Derrick Henry is just this massive mountain that just runs through. He's going to offset him really well. I mean, yeah. he's not the same runner. Derrick Henry is, he's going to be in your face. He's going to run through, you know, you know, just through the tackles. And he's just going to pound. You mm-hmm. know, Derrick Henry is also fast. Don't get me wrong, but he's just going to pound that ball. Yeah, I don't he's know. He's not if, a pounder. Yeah, I don't know if Darrington Evans can ever be the main guy in a backfield getting like 70, 75% of the snaps, but I think he could definitely be a very good compliment player and have big games. Well, yeah, I think, you know, the thing is, is, you know, he's, he's very dangerous in space. Um, I've got that. He's got a high burst. So like his just yeah. initial jump is just fantastic. Um, I do have a nice comp. I think he's kind of like a Naeem Hines, you know, okay, yeah, got, I see Daryl Henderson here. I see. Yeah. So Daryl yeah, Henderson. Um, but yeah, I, he could, he could, he could break off a long run, catch a couple passes add another touchdown, have a right. big game for you, but it's going to be inconsistent, especially while Derek Henry's there. Well, and this doesn't, unless you've got something weird in your fantasy league, no one usually typically does this, but you're not going to, I see him being more of a specialty guy, like a return guy. You're not going to get yeah, points for that. that. Um, in fantasy, unless there's some crazy stuff, but I well, do sometimes see that's on this. Like, uh, if you play just defense and special teams, true, true, kind of mixed that's, together. But th- that's fine. But I'm saying if you draft Darrington Evans, you're not going to get any return no. points for him. So, um, because I do think that's where they're going to utilize him the most. All right, so we at three seven. Let's see. It's funny because we were actually just talking about this guy earlier. <laughs> I got Joshua Kelly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is. This is about where I would take him. Oh yeah, I forgot to put. I don't. Oh, let me put. I forgot to put Evans in. Um, I mean, the thing with Joshua Kelly is, uh, he kind of reminds me of Zach Moss in the fact that he's just kind of uninspiring watching him. Well, I wasn't very impressed. He's got good speed. He's a downhill runner. Um, you know, he's a fourth round pick, so it's not like huge capital for the guy. But I mean, again, they still have Justin Jackson there. They they got Austin Eckler. Yeah, it seems like the Chargers were just sitting at the drafts and they saw Joshua Kelly. They're like, why not? Right, right. Let's let's take a shot. Um, you know, I mean, the thing is, is he's he can't even be a third down back. He's one. <laughs> no. Like if you watch some of his pass protecting, it's like he forgot who he was supposed to cover at times. So he needs to really work on that. So you're not even going to get on the field in the first two. Well, you can't be a third well, down and back. Even so. if he was a decent pass catcher with Austin Eckler there, you can forget about it. True. But I mean, I'm just saying like if you if he, I just don't know if he's going to see the field this year. Unless some, not injuries injuries might be the only way um, he might see a couple carries a game. I see his comp Sony Michelle. I got him as Jamal Williams. Yeah, I don't really get the Sony Michelle. I don't either. But I've got him more like a Jamal Williams, um, who just became irrelevant too. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jamal Williams. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, it's, I, think I think Jamal it's Williams cop. has developed into a pretty decent pass catcher. But yeah, and I'm not saying he this guy can't. You know, I mean Joshua Kelly. He still ran a four four, which is really good. Um, he benched really well, twenty three at the bench. Yeah, there's there, there are some people who just can't catch the ball like Kalen Blage and Jordan Howard. <laughs> and there are some people who are just like awkward at it yeah. or, or some people who just never had the opportunity. Right. So you got to kind of pick. Tell. Yeah. Pick which one it is. All right, man. Who you got? So uh, 
I guess it's just kind of a trend for me. I'll take DJ Dallas here. I was going to draft him in our draft. Someone drafted him because I have Chris Carson and just another back in Seattle so that's your for first, security. So is that your first tight end off the board? No, DJ Dallas running back from Seattle. Oh, out of Miami. Um, that's weird. I've got him listed as a tight end for some. Yeah, he reason. was he was a late pick. Well, that's why I can't find him either. Four thirty <laughs> fourth round, thirty eighth pick. He's already it's funny. His comp here is Thomas Rawls, another Seattle running back. But um, yeah, it's just a security pick. He didn't have great production or anything. They're just Seattle. They've proven they don't care how much draft capital do you have. Chris Carson was a sixth round pick. Mm-hmm. And now he's a monster. Rashad Penny was. Was he a first? I forget if he was a late first or he early w- second. I think he was a first round. I think that was what the whole debacle was now because they never utilized him. Yeah, because yeah, because because Chris Carson just beat him out. Yeah, so just yeah, I mean, out. if he's on the field, they brought in Carlos Hyde, but not too worried about Carlos Hyde. Yeah, so if and Chris Carson does have injury risk. That's mm-hmm. why I was if DJ Dallas was there in our draft, I would have taken him. I'll probably try and trade for him in our dynasty league before the season starts, just to secure that up but yeah because i don't even think rashad penny's even looking at coming back no yeah he'll, he'll, he'll probably start on the pup list yeah so i mean that's gonna be interesting but i mean the thing with dj dallas is you know 510 217 uh it's kind of a bigger running back um you know as far as the height to weight ratio but i mean he ran a four five which isn't terrible you didn't see a ton of work but didn't, yeah didn't see efficient. a ton of work but yeah six yards per carry which isn't which isn't bad on that's 115 great. rushing yep. attempts didn't see a lot of targets either but he can catch pretty well so I, it's not a, it's not a bad pick. And again, Seattle right now, I mean, you just don't know what they're, what's going to be up there as yeah. far as the running game goes. Cause Chris Carson still technically is hurt, but is rehabbing. They're saying that he's going to be hundred percent by time the season. Yeah. Comes. And that, that's what I'm going off to. So, but and I don't think Homer is really, I mean, as we saw last year, it's not yeah, like no. he's not, he's not the guy so. right now. It's just, it's Carson and Hyde and question yeah. marks. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. So who you got? Um, so I'm actually, maybe that I think I had this. That's why I had it backwards. But I'm actually taking, uh, and I don't know how to say his last name. So I'm gonna just go with Devin Asai. Okay. Asai C. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's my first tight end off the I would draft too. Yeah, and actually, yeah, it's this is a pretty much exactly where I would have taken him. So um, tight I'm, ends this year, guys, they're not great. They're not. They're not bus. great. I will say there's that, a couple guys that I like, but besides that, there's not much. Yeah, there's there's really not. I mean, in every, you know, Cole Komet actually technically went ahead of him yeah. in the draft, but let's be real, Cole Komet also has eleven other freaking tight ends to worry about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I don't like the Bears' offense. So yeah, he was the third round, twenty seventh pick. Yeah, but I believe he was. Yeah, he was the second tight end off the board. Yeah, he was second tight end off the board. You know, came in around a four seven, which isn't bad. No, decent speed score for a tight end. Yeah, pretty good speed score. And they're trying to replace Gronk. Yeah, New England. They drafted a second tight end too, really close to this. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like Devin O'Sai's first. Yeah, six three, two fifty. He's not much of a pass blocker. He's gonna be the receiving tight end as long as he can get it together. So he's got strength, he's got power. You know, I see a comp here, Deion Sims, which is not a bad comp. Yes, yeah, see that too. You know, he ended up having 70 targets, 44 receptions. Came out of UCLA. Yeah, out of UCLA. A 60, a little concerning here on this catch rate, but. Yeah, tight ends in college are really weird. Like, you go back and look at, like, George Kittle's career statistics. Like, it's nothing. Right. He got never thrown the ball. Even look at Travis Kelsey, you know, even in Cincinnati. I mean, it's just, he had a, 
he has some crazy plays. But yeah, they just don't see the ball as much as wide receivers will. I mean, four receiving touchdowns. That actually seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. So yeah, my next pick will actually be a tight end too. And this is Devin Asaisa was my favorite tight end. This is my second favorite tight end. Mm-hmm. And it's Adam Trotman. Yep. I really like him out of Dayton. He is really good after the catch for a tight end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 6'5", 250. Big, big dude. He can move. Yeah. And he can get down the line. He's a little slower, though, than yeah, Devin, but, it, but not by much. Yeah, he, watching him after the catches, it, it's fun. They've got him compared to Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I see that. And that's just, I mean, Dallas Goddard, I feel like, is an underrated tight end because of who he, he and, has to sit behind. Yeah, and that's kind of similar to Adam Trotman because he got drafted by New Orleans, and Jared Cook's going to be there for at least a little while. But tight ends also, they take a long time to develop, guys. Yeah. Don't expect anything out of a rookie tight end. Nope. Maybe not even soft, unless like they're really elite. It's usually their third year is when they start coming into their own. Well, who was it? Um, yeah, I mean, like Mike Isecki kind of showed up. Tyler Higby yeah, last really year was. Um, Mike, Mar- like last year, Mark Andrews, that was his second year. That was kind of rare. Was a fifth, he was our fifth round draft pick yeah. in our dynasty rookie draft. So, I mean, no one... you. You, it's just a shot you take and you really just hope they pan out. And what's great is if they do pan out, you look like a genius Yeah, because it, you now just solidified your tight end spot for who knows how long. Whoever, I don't know who has Mark Andrews in our league. It's not me or I know it's not you. Uh, I don't really Brian, care. Is it Brian? Beaumont and yeah. Uh, Bochanton. What a punk. If he has him, that's fine. doesn't matter. But whoever has him is not the luckiest dude because I mean, he's a young tight end. That's going to be extremely relevant for i don't know seven years yeah there's a like like we brought up in the tight end section there's a couple elite guys and everyone else is pretty and close everybody to the else same. is there <laughs> so i mean if you can land a tight end i mean you know so, go yeah, for adam it. adam Trotman, he came out of dayton had actually really good production for a tight end he had almost a thousand yards last year 70 receptions guys yeah. oh my and um but yeah third round 41st overall pick he was the fifth tight end off the board but yeah, watching him, he just jumped off the page at me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see him too. I like I said if if uh I didn't unfortunately I didn't get either of these guys in our dynasty draft. Yeah, man. Um, I only had my first three round picks. I usually don't have a lot of draft picks. Yeah. I use, I, I use them as trade fodder. I'll just throw a draft pick in there to make the trade. Yeah. <laughs> just to get it done. I always like doing that too, is we're just like, well, if I add this in there, would that help? <laughs> So my next guy, um, I I've gone back and forth with a few times, but at the end of the day, I just really like I really like his talent and I really like his speed. I, I'm always a fan of speed. I've got Devin Duvernay. Okay, yeah, uh, at uh, Texas, right? Yeah, Baltimore receiver. Goodness gracious, man! Yeah, I've actually been seeing a lot of of him recently. Some stuff on the internet, and it's inconsistent, mm-hmm. but. I do see something there. Yeah. I, well, you should. He, you ran, he ran a 4.39. Um, you know, he's 5'11", 200, so a yeah. little bit bigger than like... Yeah, he's not tall, but 5'11", 200 for a wide it's, receiver. Yeah, it's that's not stocky. bad for, yeah. you know, it's not bad. It's like a Marquise Brown even, you know. Well, Marquise he's, Brown's real tiny. He's like 170. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, but they're similar heights. Yeah. They're just different builds, but running similar speeds. And so, you know, Marquise Brown, to me, didn't exactly break out you know, and come in just booming. He had a good season, but I think Devin Duvernay and in the third round could be a sneaky pick. Yeah. The, um, so Baltimore, they run a lot of 
12 man personnel mm-hmm. and um you guys if you don't know this i'll explain it you can maybe sound smart one day so like when you hear like <laughs> 11 man 12 man 21 man personnel what that means is the first number is how many running backs are on the field mm-hmm. the second number is how many tight ends are on the field so 12 man personnel one running backs on the field two tight ends and then it has to add up to five. So whatever's after that is how many wide receivers are on the field. Right. So in 12 man, there'd be two wide receivers. 11 man, there'd be three wide receivers. Yep. So they so they only usually run a lot of two wide receiver sets. Yep. And um, so Mike Marquise Brown is definitely one of those. Well, do you think that's going to change, though? Because they did just trade away Hayden Hurst. Yeah, no, because so, they still have Nick Boyle. And just their running style. Yeah. They usually need it. Okay. But um, so they drafted Miles Boykin last year. I don't really see Willie Sneed as a threat. No, I don't either. I I thought Miles Boykin was interesting last year. He was around this draft capital. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to compete with him. I definitely think he could beat out Miles Boykin and be that number two on the team. But I mean, he had 106 receptions for an 84% catch rate last year, which is excellent. 1,300 yards. Again, he's just a quick dude. Yeah, but that was like, if you look at the rest of his years, there was like nothing there. Well, I mean, I'm not a, f- a, hu- a huge fe- uh, fan of Texas, uh, you know, their their offensive team right now. I mean, Sam Ellinger is down there, quarterback in, and, you know, it doesn't, anyways, it doesn't matter. But I, I do think that the, he can really come in and be a sneaky pick and the right fit. And I do think this was a really good fit for him going to the Ravens. Yeah. They like speed. They do like speed. I think that's about all they really like. <laughs> If you can't run a four four or faster, you can't join the Ravens. How many picks we got? We got left? two. We got two picks. Two so picks we're at left. we're at we three eleven. Yep, we each do one left. Hmm, Stuffy. It's tough. Um, I think I know who you're going with. Depends what you want to do, but um, I'll just go like the last decent running back I have listed is Michael Warren for Philly. He was undrafted, but um. The minute the draft ended, they they signed Michael Warren. And right now, it's just Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. That's all they have. I think they'll bring mm. in Devontae Adams, but we don't know that. And um, I think he has a shot to be in there. He's 5'9", 226. So, built guy. Came out of Cincinnati. Didn't go to the combine, but put up great production. And, yeah, I mean, they the second the draft ended, they signed him. So you could tell they were just hoping no one drafted him. Yeah. So I don't even have him on my top 40. Yeah. It, like, yeah. Like I said, he was undrafted. <laughs> yeah. So he's not even on my list. So I don't know anything about him really. Um, but I mean, I do know that Philadelphia, you know, they were trying to get uh, another running back to come in and it was looking that like, um, yeah, if, if, like they signed like Devonte Freeman. Freeman I, yeah. I, I wouldn't do this if you don't right. have, haven't had your rookie draft yet, but, I right. think he's interesting. It, it is interesting because I know they're trying to find a, another he can, piece. He can catch the ball too. Yeah, he put up 1,300 yards pretty much both of the past two seasons. High so workload. I will say this. I completely guessed wrong on who you were going to draft there because I didn't even have him on my list. So. Um, so my last pick to round this out is uh, it's going to be Tyler Johnson. Okay. Um, so... Tampa, I mean, let's just be yeah, real. I looked at him. I don't know. I mean, he was a fifth round pick out of Minnesota, so not a lot of draft capital, to be honest. Um, 
but he kind of reminds me a little bit of Corey Davis, um, hopefully better <laughs> than Corey Davis has done. Um, he's got a great catch rate, you know, he, 86 receptions on 106 targets, which is really good. Um, you know, in 13 games, he had 1300 yards. The dude can, he can play fast. Um, he's six two, so he can play big. Uh, I think that there's a lot of talent there, um, that he can bring to the table. I don't think he's gonna, you know, maybe come in and, and solidify the slot role. He's not, obviously he's not going to take over Mike Evans. He's not going to, yeah. Um, He's he's not going to be in the top two. Chris Godwin's got that solidified, but could he be three? They have been talking. I have heard a lot of reports of that the Tampa Bay they want to go to twelve man personnel a lot this year, which is strange. Well, it would kind of make sense though because you they have got so many tight ends, freaking talented yeah, tight ends. So I mean, I mean, Chris Godwin, he's one of the best slot receivers in the league. Yeah, and there's some receivers like Juju. I'm trying to think who's the other guy that's big court Cooper cup. Yeah. They need to be in the slot. They yeah. can't really handle the outside like that. So I don't know why you'd want to do that. I mean, you know, cause that's actually something that's been getting brought up a lot lately with Cooper cup too, mm-hmm. is the Rams like to do a lot of 12 personnel as well. Well, so, they started to at the end of yeah, last year end and of last season. if it's going to continue, that could be a bumpy road, but yeah, I just don't. I, the reason I like Tyler Johnson is just because. I mean, look, guys, if you can <laughs> at the three twelve, if you could get a possible, you know, top three wide receiver on the team, a third wide receiver on the team, go for it because they really don't have much. You know, I mean, is Scotty Miller going to be three? Probably, but could Tyler Johnson maybe take him over? Yeah, maybe. I think he could. Yeah, I think you he just could don't take know. Scottie I mean. Miller. So it's just it's really kind of interesting to think about, um, and so that's why I'm gonna take him here as just to just to kind of see what happens. A lot of these picks in the last round, you're just gonna kind of you look if you hit, you hit, and if you don't, you don't. You know, so I don't expect him to to be playing right away, and he'll be on my uh, taxi squad. But yeah, some other guys that I have listed. What do you think about Cole Komet? I don't like it. I yeah, don't like, I don't the fit like at him all. either. I think he's I think he's a fine tight end. I just don't like the fit. Yeah, whatsoever. I don't I don't really I don't see it with Cole Komet, just talent wise. Like he didn't jump off the page to me in anything. I don't I don't know why. Because he was drafted substantially ahead of all the other tight ends. Well he was the first and one was, off the board. Yeah, and it was without a doubt everyone had him as the number one tight end this year. Yeah. I mean, I think I think his talent is fine. Um I mean, I think, maybe it's the Notre Dame thing. I don't know. Well, no, I mean he's six four, two sixty, he can block, he can catch. Yeah, but that's not like but that big as at a tight I mean, it's not that much bigger than most tight ends. No, I'm just saying he he can he can play a he can play a big role. I just don't think I think the reason that I'm kind of staying away from him a little bit here, and in fact he's my He was my third two. overall tight he's, end. Yeah, he's my third overall. But it's only because I don't like him in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, man. If if he if honestly, almost anywhere else would have been preferable. I mean, maybe Philly would have been worse too, because you. I mean, you, they got too talented. But I just, I mean, they've got eleven tight ends on their roster. Yeah, l- legitimately, guys. Eleven. I, it's, and it's does he nine make or 11? eleven tight ends? Yeah, I think he makes eleven or he makes twelve. I mean, it's stupid. So I don't like that fit at all. Yeah, and then uh, last guy. Well, I guess we could talk about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because um, uh, he, yeah, I've got him on my board. Um, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think I don't he can, understand the pick, kind of like Jordan Love. No, I, don't I don't know why they did it. I mean, no. they got Jalen Rager. What they really needed was wide receiver help, but 
I don't know. I feel like you could have done something better. They could have. I mean, look at some of these other people that you know. What? Where did? Where did Jalen Hurts? What? What? What pick did he get drafted at? Look up. Look at that. It was early. I got it. He was drafted second round, twenty first pick. Second round, twenty first pick. Okay. So let's see. Fifth quarterback off the board. And I like Jalen Hurts. I think I've always kind of been on his side. I think he could be, he has potential. And last year he did improve as a passer quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Threw the ball almost 4,000 yards, 32 touchdowns to eight interceptions, 70% completion percentage. I mean, that's at Oklahoma. Who, God. Can you imagine being like CD Lamb? The past three years for Oklahoma, you go through Baker, Kyler, and then Jalen Hurts. <laughs> All three were yeah. Heisman winners or finalists. Well, why do you think CD? Yeah, CD Lamb is as high as he was. He he <laughs> kind of had three MVPs almost. But yeah, Jalen Hurts, best running quarterback in the draft, I think by far. Yeah, and in running quarterbacks in fantasy, if he gets a they're shot, helpful. he'll produce. He'll produce. Well, and the, I know that it seems like they're kind of gonna disguise him up a little bit. They're going to make packages for him. And, but I don't see why when you've got Carson yeah. Wentz, who's your franchise, he's your, he's your franchise. And I, I knew that there was a wide receiver that I thought they should have taken over, um, Rager, Rager anyway, in the second round, Denzel Mims was there when they took Jalen hurts. And so I would have rather have seen them take maybe a better fit, you know, in a, in a Denzel Mims to their roster, than Jalen Rager at that pick. Because even at that pick, I mean, and, and even then, like, what? Justin Jefferson was still there when they took Hale, uh, Jalen Rager. Yeah. They could have taken Justin Jefferson. Michael Pittman was still there. <laughs> so there was other wide receivers that they really could have taken. But even in the second round, if they would have went a different direction, there was still talented receivers that I would have rather them have taken than Jalen Hurts. But I am a big Jalen Hurts fan. I think he he has the ability, if Carson wins for some reason, yeah, does get Yeah, I think he'll hurt. be... A great like backup in a pinch he kind of is a guy. Gonna I think be he could excellent. be really good at that. And I just again, he's never going to take over because I mean, Wentz isn't that old, <laughs> and so, Wentz is incredible. Like yeah, he is one of the top oh, quarterbacks in the and league. They just paid him, so I don't, I don't get it. But it's going to be interesting. I think it's the New Orleans effect. Effect with Taysom Hill. All of a sudden, people are going to try and start drafting these. I don't get t- the Taysom Hill. I don't stuff, either, man. man. I don't either. I don't think it's that. I mean, great, he can play everywhere. He's he's <laughs> thrown the ball like twelve times, right? In this, like everyone thinks he's going to be like the next great quarterback. In he's the not. Saints, they chose Teddy Bridgewater over him. They chose Jameis Winston over him. Yep. I think they would know. Yep. Yeah, he's a big, yeah, they fast gave a, court gave guy. Him a first round tender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was insane. What no are you one's doing. doing no that. one's gonna take a. F- yeah, that's so dumb. Um, so yeah, so let us know. Uh, we'll share. I mean, oh, one last guy. Yeah, just because he's the son of the best wide receiver of all time, Thaddeus, Thaddeus Moss, Moss <laughs> out of Washington. Thaddeus Moss. He was drafted really late, sixteenth tight end off the board, but he came out of LSU. Had a couple good plays with Joe Burrow. He doesn't health. have much production. Health. It's all health. Yeah, and and this, I mean, you have to have something if you're the son of Randy Moss. I mean, you you would think, <laughs> but I mean, you don't technically have to. <laughs> but yeah. you would think he's got in Washington. Something. I mean, who's their tight end now? Like we 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 kind of well, brought Jordan this up with, probably yeah, on. We, we brought this up with maybe where David and Joku could go. Yeah, we thought Washington would be a good spot. So they have the need for a, a good tight end. And I, Thaddeus Moss it will be a receiving tight end. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be a blocker. So 
All right. Well, I was going to say we would share some of this, um, but the thing is, is the reason we're not going to really share it is just because we didn't exactly draft for a team. You know, so there's going to be some teams that have three running backs. Some teams are going to have all wide receivers, you know, things like that. So it's not exactly like we drafted. Yeah, it's more of a ranking. It's more of a ranking draft on who we would take in our rookie draft at what positions. Um, So we're not going to really kind of share, but we are going to do another draft later on. We'll share those. So. So no worries there. But now we're going to close with some ADP checks. And let's start with wide receivers. Is that cool? Yeah. Well, it really jumped off the page to me because I've looked at ADP a few times. I try and reevaluate it every couple weeks. And it's, got still, to. it's still early. Got to. It's still early, guys. But the wide receivers in the fourth and fifth round right now are incredible. I'll, I'll just name off a few guys. DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, and this is in order of their ADP. Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, DJ Chark, Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton, and Terry McLaurin. Some good names. Yeah. My favorite, like right now, I think DJ Chark and Tyler Lockett, they're going back to back in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. I think right now, one of those two are probably going to be the steal of the draft if that holds. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Moore, man. I'm I'm kind of starting to rise on him a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I love DJ Moore. Yeah. I think he was my 10th overall ranked. Yeah, I mean... And you go running back, run because I, I don't do it a lot. It all depends on the draft board, but last year I went running back, running back, running back. And this year, I would... If I can get two of these wide receivers, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic. So um, one person that kind of jumped off the board at me um, that I just kind of find a little bit crazy is Cole Hardman. So he's going right now in the ninth round when 12th yeah. pick, which isn't like, that's not a problem, but what no. it is an issue is he's going over Sammy Watkins. Yeah. And so like, I don't see that. I, I no doubt about I, it is he have some talent, but... Would you take McCall Hardman over Sammy Watkins? No, I don't. McCall Hardman's tough because when you watch him, he is he is one of, he is electric. But what is he? I he, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And and how are they planning on utilizing him? Like you know, Sammy he'll Watkins. Get handoffs, he'll get screen passes. They'll throw him a deep ball, but he's just not on the field a lot. And right. like yeah, Tyree Kill has dealt with injuries, but you've got Kelsey in front of him. Yep. Got Tyree Kill in front of him, probably Sammy Watkins, as long as he's there, and then the running backs. Yeah, Clyde, Damian. So you're talking like two targets a game, three targets a game for McCole Hardman, and yeah, in fantasy, like a DFS lineup or something, or you just want to shoot for the fences and put him in your lineup, you could get a 20, 30 point week out of him, catches two deep passes, but right, that's going to happen once a year. But Sammy Watkins right now is going at thirteen three. Yeah, so I mean, three yeah, rounds. I don't love Sammy Watkins either, but I no, but I would still take. Yeah, that's crazy. I would still take Sammy Watkins. I mean, over McCole Hardman in a heartbeat. So if that's what that's going to stay at, then that's just an easy pick for me to skip over in the ninth round. <laughs> yeah, and looking because another thing that noted out to me and putting those two into perspective with this is since we kind of did our rookies, I was looking at rookie wide receiver ADPs. Mm-hmm. So first, first one, C.D. Lamb, mid ninth. Jerry Judy, late ninth. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs, early 10th. Justin Jefferson, mid 11th. Jalen Rager, 11th. Michael Pittman at the 12th. Who do you like out of those? 
I mean, because Justin Jefferson, mid 11th, is really saying enough to me. Yeah. So, you can get him two rounds later than Judy or CD Lamb. Well, I was going to say him or Pittman. I think. Yeah, they're going pretty close together. I think, yeah, I think if you're going to really, you, you really try to find out who's going to be that second. You know, I. Yeah, because like if Judy's still here, like one of the last picks of the ninth round, I don't mind that. It's, but, it's, it's an interesting, yeah, it's interesting to take them. Because these guys usually aren't immediate guys you're going to put in your lineup. Yeah. And we're talking redraft here, by the way, yeah. guys, we're talking, these yeah, are yeah, all yeah, redraft yeah. ADPs. So, um, I do, I do think that, uh, Pittman and Indy is, I, we just, we just really like his game. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. And where'd you say he was going? 1201 and 1201. And then who was the, uh, who, where the other one going? Justin Jefferson, 1105. So like I think six, yeah, so I think Justin Jefferson would be my pick here is just because, you know, you go into an offense with I think Kirk it's a better quarterback, yeah. Better quarterback, um, you know, and he's all about accuracy. Yeah, and Kirk the Cousins slot, is and very the accurate. could work, be yeah. easier to adapt to. I mean, and they lost to Fon Diggs. So you, you're not really, I mean, he could literally come in and be the number two. Yeah. So I think Pittman might have to battle a little bit more. Um, but that's, you know, I think he'll, he could end up winning it, but, uh, I think at the end of the day, I definitely go Justin Jefferson. I think that's actually really interesting and yep. really good uh, time to take him too. Um, so <laughs> I'm bringing this up because this is just a freaking nightmare um, to me, and I know you kind of slightly disagree. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, but Tyreek Hill is currently going first round, tenth pick. Okay. Now, yeah, I see him back in first. Yeah. Now, as you might not see, that's crazy, but he's going over people like DeAndre Hopkins, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin. I think, well, I shouldn't even bring Chris Godwin's not yeah. in that discussion, but DeAndre no, Hopkins. Take Chris God, uh, would you take Chris Godwin over Tyreek Hill? It's close. It depends. Because Tyreek Hill, yeah, he is, he does make you nervous, but he is. Tyreek Hill to me is boomer incredible. Bust. If he has, like, he's not going to be a reception monster in a game. I don't, I mean, there's been games where he's had, like, maybe 10 receptions, but I feel like he's more of the guy that takes the 70 yard to the house and, you know, on one play gets you 15 points or somehow, you know, like that's kind of his, his game. And there's games where he's had 30, 35 points. Oh, yeah, definitely. But then there's games where, like, either he just, you know, was covered better, you know, maybe going up against like a, you know, yeah, but he usually gives DB. you at least 10 points, even in his yeah, bad but games. And when that's you're not, drafting that's at 110, a, you can't yeah. take a 10 point week. Everyone's going to have a bad week, but yeah, I mean, I would take Josh Jacobs ahead of him. DeAndre Hop, Joe Mixon. Like, like I have Tyreek Hill ranked as my fourth wide receiver, but again, that's, I that's su- just where I think he's going to finish the season. Yes, I, I agree. But here's the other thing too, is I had a, I did a mock draft earlier today. And I saw him get taken over Julio Jones. Yeah, that's insane. I saw him get taken over um, uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's insane. And he was the first pick behind Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas went early at the 1-5. So it went 1-5, Michael Thomas, 1-6, Tyreek Hill. Now, this was a mock. Maybe they're doing something crazy. But, like, goodness gracious, there's so many players I would take over that. And I mean, at one ten is just really pushing it for me. 
Yeah, I've always, because I've stared at him in the past two years in drafts, and I've never pulled the trigger. I don't pull the trigger on him. There is hesitation there, but he is. I wouldn't hate it if he's my wide receiver one, but. Because you're not going to get him as a wide receiver, too. He's just no, he's not going to happen. Long, I mean, he'll never get out of the second round, but I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't take him in this in the first round. I would maybe take him more like, you know, 202, 203, maybe if he's there. But. But yeah, so do you have any other wide receivers that you wanted to talk about? No. OK, because I've got one more, um, which is Golden Tate. Yeah, you're going really late. 14th round, man. I think people forget how like it was not, average, but it was good last year. Yeah, I mean, they don't have a ton up there. You, are you going to really feed into some of the hype that's going and surrounding? Um, um, uh, what can I think of his name all of a sudden? Daniel Jones? No, wide receiver. Oh, Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton, thank you. So, you know, there's a lot of hype coming out that he's going to, you know, kind of be, you know, the breakout year. You know, because he was pretty fantasy relevant last year for for a few games. He had some flashes. Yeah. He had some flashes, but Golden Tate's just a consistent wide receiver. I mean, every yeah, year. Yeah, but I think the main reason it's going late is because, like, what do you what what's the upside? There's not a ton of upside. I I mean, I think he, he's the type of player you're going to see what you get. He's a depth piece on your a, team. If, he's a if there's injuries option. or bye weeks, you can put him in he's there. He's a flex option. But I'm just saying, like, I think if... I think I would take him over Sterling Shepard, depending at where in the draft, I might take Darius Slayton over him Would for so the upside. If if he ended up being your flex, are oh, you unhappy? Yeah, because, yeah, he's going like the 14th, 12th round. You would be unhappy? Yeah, you get your, like, your main flex guy in like the fifth round. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, or if, like, so if a, you had to play him as your wide he, receiver three. If I start Golden Tate, I'm expecting 10 points. Okay. I think I think he can be a little bit better than that, but that's fine. Well, I'm he just had saying, a lot of touchdowns. I like it. He had a lot of touchdowns last year. I wouldn't for, mind taking the shot up there. Yeah, I mean, it's so late. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it just because a lot of those guys I can find on the waiver wire on a weekly basis at wide receiver. There's always a guy you could put in there to get you at least 10 points. Right. All right let's and that's to- why I try and go running back heavy yeah, up front. in the draft. And even if I only have four, five wide receivers on my team, if I need one, like yeah, if I need a guy, I can find him on the waiver wire. Because Golden Tate was a waiver wire guy last year. You picked him up. Yep. All right. Let's move to running backs. You got any running backs you wanted to, that were uh, shot out at you? Yeah. Miles Sanders. I don't. I can't get a good read on him, man. Yeah. What do you think? Like back of the first round. I mean, I feel like you're drafting him at his upside. I feel like that's the best he can do this year is be a number one. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just expecting because he's going to be the starter. Yeah. He's like the seventh or eighth running back off the board. And yeah, I mean, he's going, I mean, Austin Eckler is going behind him. Aaron Jones is going behind him. I think I'd take him over Eckler. I'd take him over Eckler. But I wouldn't take him over Jones. I wouldn't take him over Jones either. No. I, I don't. I, I feel like I... Because, like, yeah, I would rather have Chris Godwin than him. I'd rather have DeAndre Hopkins than him. The wide receivers going around there. I just... I think a lot of people think Miles Sanders is a lock. And I don't mm-hmm. see it that way. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He won you guys some championships. Yeah, but, but that was also out of necessity yeah. for the Eagles. They had nobody. Doug Peterson, he's 
always been a committee guy. Right. And he's only not done a committee when he's had to. So the only guy that I really wanted to chat about was Love Bell. Going at 309. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. I mean... But I do... The, the next guy I was going to bring up is going two picks after him is Chris Carson. Chris who Carson. I would much rather have. So you would rather have Chris Carson than Love Bell right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Love Bell, I think if... I mean, again, because he can be an MVP star. You know, I mean, he's just... He's a superstar. I think that might be behind him, but I I think he's gonna he'll be able to win some weeks. I think at well, the yeah, third round, I don't would, I don't so, I don't know if he could be a top 12, 10 guy. Twelve. But if guy so, this if you, year. say for instance something something crazy because this is this happens sometimes where you go wide receiver wide receiver. Would you Would you mind if Lev Bell was your you know your number one running back? Yeah, I'm not I that, wouldn't like it. I would rather have Chris Carson as my number one. Okay, I that's see, fine. I see upside with Carson. I don't really see upside with Bell. I think I yeah, that's fine. I think that the Jets are going to have yeah, a little Bell, bit better but season. Bell is my number two running back. I don't mind because I do see consistency with them. Yeah. Just volume and we'll get a good amount of passing work. Yeah, but yeah, because it, it's also interesting because you know David Johnson's going right around there as well. Yeah, I'd rather have David Johnson. Yeah, he's going two picks ahead. Um, James Conner though, he's going pretty high. He's going above. He's going above all of them. Bit, he's yeah. going three hundred six. Melvin Gordon's going above him too. So. That's that's really interesting. Clyde, back of the second. Ugh. That's just so high for for a rookie. I mean, I get it because I'm kind of high on him too, but... Yeah, I like him a lot too. I don't take but, a chance. If Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is my number one running back, I would not be very thrilled. I mean, Jacobs was drafted like fourth round last year. Yep. Yeah. Do you I think mean, he can have a better season than Josh Jacobs last year? Not a chance. Because they got too much on that offense already. There's way too much on that offense already. Um, I mean, Josh Jacobs is going 112, so I'm kind of okay with it. I love it. Do you have any other running backs that you want to discuss? No, that's it. Cam Akers, just for anybody that's interested, is going at 509. Um, Oh, Alvin Kamara is going kind of late, too, at 112. Yeah, I have noticed him dropping. Yeah, he's been dropping. I'm fine with it. Dude, get him in the second round, guys. Let's make it happen. I'll take him there. Um. I've only got one tight end. Oh, actually, no, I've got two tight ends. I've got Hayden Hurst and Rob Gronkowski. So Rob Gronkowski goes six oh nine. Yeah, are you both, kidding both me, guys? Of them. We've, I think we've brought both of their ADPs up before, and it, it seven oh eight for Hayden Hurst. Neither one of them will be on my team. No, not a, not chance. a chance. I don't even think. Yeah, like I've brought it up. I just don't see it with Hayden Hurst. I I mean I I think there's a chance, but like, look, dude, Rob Gronkowski right now is going above Devontae Parker, Brandon Cooks. J.K. Dobbins, Jarvis Landry, you know, Evan Ingram. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just crazy. To yeah, sit there. I just don't There's get so much how Hayden Hurst is going above Tyler Higby. Hayden like, Hurst is going a few picks before Because you're going to have to take a chance on both of them. Yeah. But Tyler Higby's shown us elite, elite production. I'll take Michael Gallup Hayden Hurst has never shown us anything. I mean, yeah. You're 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 right. I mean, he's had a couple good games, but it, it's not been consistent enough. But he was overshadowed by Mark Andrews. So, you know, I think people are drafting him and expecting Hayden Hurst to come in and take the. Yeah, and that's just not how the NFL works. No, like, it's not like Austin, the the whole Austin Hooper role, and it's just I don't think it's going to happen. And and people are drafting Rob Gronkowski, expecting him to be Rob Gronkowski. Guys, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and has four touchdowns and plays six games. Yeah, it, I mean, you just don't know. Like, yeah, I don't. You know, I mean, he might. He's always going to be a touchdown guy, but I don't even think he can get through this season. And I don't think they're going to give him the snap percentages 
needed to actually because I want him to stay healthy. Right? Like I don't even see him having you know, he's not gonna be, you know, seventy, eighty percent snap percentages. No. There's no, no way. Definitely not. Cause I mean Yeah, I just I don't I don't see upside with Gronk no. at all. Um, last thing I wanted to bring up, and then I'll shoot it over to you if you had anything left, but I'm just curious between, you know, these three late guy, uh, late round quarterbacks, who are you kind of maybe shoot for? So I've got Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Kirk cousins and cam Newton. Where are they going? So it looks like, see, we got cam and the 11th, the beginning of the 11th. Um, we've got, Roethlisberger going at looks like back end of the 11th and Kirk is going in the 14th. Yeah. Since they're all so late and we're, we both subscribe to taking late quarterbacks. Yeah. Again, for kind of this reason, look, these guys are all going late. Yeah. Like I, my favorite is Stafford in the tenth. Yeah, Stafford like in the tenth. Daniel these Jones guys. is even going in the eleventh. But oh, man, it's it's between Cam and Ben for me. Yeah. So Kirk, as much as I I have him in my dynasty league, I, I'm a kind of a proponent. I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Yeah, I love but Kirk. there's no there's not a ton of upside because they're going to be a run of first offense. Ben Roethlisberger is probably who I would go with just because. I'm still kind of leery about what Cam's going to have up in here. Yeah. It hurts me, but I, th- I do think I lean Ben, but yep. I mean, they both have injury concerns. Both have injury concerns. Ben is yeah, I think big the, dude. I think the offense in Pittsburgh's better. Yeah, I mean, will Juju be back, you know, and be his self? Deontay Johnson, will he take the, another step forward and that's going to be his team? Because it seems like that's what they're likely going to do. They still have James Washington. They brought in Eric Ebron. Yeah, Chase Claypool. Chase James Claypool. Connor. Yeah, I mean they've got pieces there, and so I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be very interesting. Ben played a healthy season. It was he had like led the league in passing yards, pass attempts. Like he had a great year. He can do it. Like he could be a top five quarterback. And you're it is the, the last time we saw him, he kind of beat it, but he always has kind of had like a weird home road split. Some quarterbacks yeah, are like yeah, that, but yeah. um, yeah, he likes to. We know what Ben is. And, yeah, you kind of know what you're going to get with them. Yeah, but they're so late. I kind of brought this up earlier to Caleb. It's if you draft these guys, like if you a lot of sometimes my late round quarterback, all I only play him week one and then I drop him. Yeah, like if you like the schedule, the lineup. Yeah, they're and playing, he, he opens up with the Giants. Him. Yeah, so I mean, it's not a yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's a it's great. not a terrible start to the season. Um, and I think they're playing in New York though, but I'm not that worried about it. So I mean, I think. I think that's a that's a great start, and I think uh, I think that's who I'd roll with. Do you have anything else you wanted to any ADP checks that you wanted to chat about? Uh, not not today. Okay. Well, let us know. Let us know what you guys think as far as a late round guy or someone's ADP that's just kind of skyrocketing for no reason, because um, it's going to happen. You know, hype trains are going to come through, especially once we figure out what training camp's going to look like, what that's going to be. Um, you're going to start hearing some crazy things and it's going to make people jump on it. So we'll help you weed through some of that BS because <laughs> yep. uh, there's a lot of it that starts circulating. Um, so we'll help you guys out there. Yep. Hit us up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the TFL Monsters, Patreon, Apple Podcast, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Uh, buy the shirts. Yep. Grab help. the shirts. Yeah. Um, the getting going to a great cause and they're sweet. Yep, I like they're, the black they're super cool. 
Um, lastly, um, because we've had some interest um, from some people that have uh, asked about joining in uh, a fantasy league with us. And so if you're interested in doing something like that, let us know. Um, we're going to put out a post later and just see if we can get 10 or 12 people to jump in a league this year. Yeah, it'd be super um, cool. We, we already have a trophy made up. It's pretty sweet. It be sweet. part of the... Uh We'll talk about during the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about during doing. the podcast. Yeah, about the podcast. Kind of like how we do with our dynasty leagues and stuff. Um, but we've got a trophy. It's a monster. It's pretty sweet. Um, so we'll put a pickup of it. And so the winner, whoever wins the league, will get that trophy. We'll send it to you guys. So uh, if you're interested, let us know. Uh, but thanks again for uh, listening to the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. We hope you have a good week. Okay. Have a good one. Forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster.